G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Exploring faith and the future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher, Dr. Camille Majdali. Some more insights today into the first book of the Bible, Genesis. We've been talking about the flood. We've been talking about the depravity of man, that God was grieved and that God decided that he would judge that depravity and send a flood. Let's talk about Noah and the portrait that he paints of the picture of Jesus today. Camille, Jesus and Noah, what do they have in common? It's very interesting because, of course, Noah's at the beginning of history and of the Bible. Jesus comes like at the end of the Bible or in the fullness of time. And it's amazing because Jesus speaks about Noah, he speaks about the flood, and he speaks about them as historical events, not as mythology or fairy tale. And he links the situation with Noah to the circumstances surrounding his second coming. I'd like to just take a moment, Neil, and read for our listeners out of Matthew 24, beginning with verse 36. He just says this, but of that day and hour, no man knows, no, not the angels of heaven, but my father only, but as the days of Noah were, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So also the coming of the Son of Man be. Jesus is linking these events Together, in other words, to understand the circumstances of Christ's return, we need to understand Noah. couple points. One is there appears to be intensity of living, eating, drinking, marrying, and giving to marriage. Nothing wrong with any of that. But it's almost like they are so intense, they become a distraction from genuine spiritual pursuit. The second thing is like the days of Noah, remember Humanity was basically divided into two. The vast majority who were not in the ark and that tiny, tiny, infinitesimal minority who went into the ark. They were separated. Those in the ark, Noah and his household, were saved. Those that were outside the ark were lost. Jesus says the flood came and took them all away. It is a form of judgment, separating the wheat from the chaff, the righteous from the unrighteous. So would we expect in the last times to see the same types of depravity as we've seen described in the times of Noah ahead of Jesus' return? Because we live in a world of radical relativism, nervousness at assertions of absolute truth, and hedonism and selfism at record levels, I think it's a very safe thing to say that depravity will increase, and that, in essence, it is one of the signs that we're in the end. 
But just because depravity and darkness increases doesn't mean we have to be overtaken or swept away by that darkness. Jesus gives us an invitation. John 8, 12, I am the light of the world. Anyone who follows me will never be in darkness. They will have the light of life. And quickly, Camille, when we talk about Jesus being like Noah, is he the lifeboat just like the ark was? I believe he is. I believe when we're in Christ, it's like the family of Noah in the ark. We are kept safe from all of life's storms and from eternal harm. Faith and the Future with Neil Johnson and Dr. Camille Majdali from Teach All Nations. For more from Dr. Majdali, including books and DVDs on prophecy, Bible commentaries, plus today's and other episodes of Faith and the Future, go to vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.